Please join me in the reading of Psalm 23 as you find printed on your bulletin. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. These are your words, Heavenly Father. They are your truth. We pray that you would strengthen our faith through them. Amen. Most Americans have heard of Jackie Robinson, the uh, African-American baseball player who broke the color barrier to go into the major leagues. The second person of African descent to be in the Hall of Fame, inducted into the Hall of Fame after him, was a man by the name of Roy Campanella. Roy Campanella was a catcher for the Dodgers, and when he was about 37 years old, he was in a horrible car accident where his car left the highway and he slammed head-on into a tree. And um, while, while in his car, he could not move. He was paralyzed. He was suffering from a spinal injury, and he thought he was going to die. And he was down in a little bit of a culvert that nobody could see him, and he began screaming to see if he could get somebody's attention. But because he couldn't move, he felt this was where he was now going to be sitting to die. And he said the one thing that got him through it was reciting the psalm that you and I just read together, that he had memorized as a little child. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Probably most of us in this room have memorized at least portions, if not all, of that psalm. It's a very comforting psalm. And the Jews of Jesus' day likewise had memorized it. In fact, many families would, would pray that psalm together the night before the Sabbath began, every week in their Jewish homes. Little children, likewise, identify something in that psalm that's, that's very nice and familiar and, and comforting. And so when Jesus comes along in John chapter 10, probably in the temple grounds where there maybe were sheep being sold, and refers to himself as the good shepherd, he was really claiming to be the Messiah that all of them had been waiting for, the true Son of God. There's a universal appeal to this relationship of a shepherd and sheep. Sheep, are, sheep is an animal that, that we can all relate to. They're around everywhere. In fact, any place that human beings are able to live, sheep can live, and beyond that, they can live high up in mountains where humans can't survive. And so all around the world, it's interesting that Jesus selects an animal to represent a relationship to him that every human being that ever populates the earth will be able to recognize this relationship. And his sheep are in his care because of his deliberate act of caring for them and providing for them and being willing to lay down his life for them. And the good shepherd is intimately knowledgeable of each one of his sheep. He knows everything about them. One thing that sheep have is what is referred to as a following instinct, 
a following, following instinct. Uh, Dr. Paul Kretzmann says this about sheep, having lived on a farm part of his life. Sheep do not follow the sheepdogs, though they can be directed by them, usually by fear and barking. They do not follow the shepherd's clothing or his smell, but they do follow his voice, something in the voice that they recognize. And Jesus grabs that and uses that for our relationship to him. When I was in, in college, I was working at a department store in town, a town, Shopko, and my department happened to be up near the front where there was a service desk. Every once in a while, maybe a couple times a year, a very small little child would get lost and be, be brought up to the front screaming and crying for a mother or father. And it was always interesting to observe that when the mom or dad finally came running down the aisle yelling the child's name, how quickly the child identified everything in that voice and everything that, that it heard in that voice. It recognized it as protection, care, learning, uh, shelter, everything about it. Its future was all tied up in just immediately hearing the voice of the parent. When the sheep of Christ hear his voice, they immediately recognize it as an Easter voice. The voice of Easter that comes out of the grave the one that will get us through the valley of the shadow of death. Is it any wonder that we continue with the entire Christian church through the centuries to appreciate and love this precious comforting psalm? Amen.